What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Friday 60-second tip of the week. Let's stop the suffering. So last month for my first Saturday class, if you guys don't know, at the Black Health Academy, we do a class every first Saturday of the month online, completely complimentary. It costs you nothing. All you have to do is register via Zoom and show up, and I lecture for a couple of hours. But I think it was our class last month where my topic was pain versus suffering. And during that lecture, I essentially broke down kind of the difference between the two, because sometimes we use the terms interchangeably, specifically when we're talking about the level of difficulty and, you know, getting healthy, exercising, drinking water, giving up sugar, going plant-based, whatever. And uh, sometimes we consider it, you know, suffering and not being able to eat the things you want, not being able to Netflix and chill, not being able to drink all the alcohol you want, you know, a lot of it, a lot of times we, you know, say it's tantamount to suffering. But I want to tell you today that suffering is, uh, happens in the mind, okay? Suffering is a condition that's often created in the mind. It's replaying the same narrative in your mind day after day with the same negative emotion attached to it. And every emotion that we feel creates a chemical substance which manifests on a cellular level in our bodies. But suffering is usually a mental, it's usually ignited in the mind. It's usually a mental condition first before anything else. So let's say you experience some type of trauma in your life, some type of devastation in your life, some type of loss or grief in your life. And if you haven't done the work to proper properly coexist with that experience where it doesn't negatively impact you anymore, then oftentimes you're reliving it or you're being triggered by it or you're recalling a segment or a portion of the incident, it creates this level of suffering, it creates this level of um, negative emotion, you know, and that can begin to manifest in your relationships, it can begin to show up in your physical body, in your health, um, in, in your inability to have healthy relationships with other people. So it's the lack of um, properly getting through and working through that trauma that creates the suffering. It's not necessarily the trauma or the incident in and of itself, but it's what state of mind it creates for you, right? So that's suffering. So I, I recently ran into an old colleague of mine. I was out exercising one morning and I ran into her. We were both out on the riverfront and we stopped and we were so happy to see each other and we were chatting and just you know, a few seconds into the conversation, she took a step back and she looked at me up and down and she said, how did you not gain weight during quarantine? And I just laughed it off, you know, and we kept chatting about some other stuff. But I started, I kept thinking about that question throughout the remainder of the day. And I was thinking like, I didn't gain weight during quarantine because I made a decision not to, because I know if I did gain weight, during quarantine, it would create a state of suffering in my mind where I would constantly be thinking about my body, what I didn't like about it. How could I let myself, you know, do this? I had done so much work to get down to a healthy weight where I felt good about my body. And I, I when, when you become emotionally um, intelligent and when you develop a high level of self-awareness, not only are you able to identify if and when you're creating suffering for yourself and others, but you're also able to identify 
conditions that can potentially create suffering and avoid them. And that's what I did when quarantine first started in the pandemic. I was like, oh, shoot, we're shut-ins. You know, one of the first things that's going to happen is sitting around watching TV or sitting around and working and eating and eating. There's literally nothing else to do but to eat, to grocery shop, eat, grocery shop. So I literally remember making a conscious decision not to gain weight, not to let my eating and all of that get out of control during quarantine. And I didn't actually lost weight during quarantine. And so I think, you know, when it comes to suffering, when you, as you're working on your emotional intelligence and when you're working on your, your heightened level of awareness around your conscious state of being, um, I want you to remember that suffering is often a state that's created in the mind. It's an internal thing, not necessarily an external thing. So what are you suffering through right now? You know, we have over 70 to 80,000 thoughts in a day and about 80% of them are the same as the day before. And so if you recount the thoughts that you think all the time, how many of them are positive and progressive and how many of them are essentially keeping you in a state of suffering? Get after it.